0: Welcome to Good Grief, a podcast dedicated to having a real and honest conversation about mourning and loss. Each episode is based on a theme that we'll unpack with expert interviews, novice slice of life anecdotes, and where appropriate, some relevant cultural references. Full disclosure, at the beginning of 2018, I lost my mom to a very brief but brutal fight with lung cancer. She was 57 and no one, no one saw it coming. And for now, this podcast is mostly a journal of my personal experience. I hope it's helpful for you, because it truly has been for me. From what I've learned, this process can be excruciatingly painful alone, but I think if we take some time to share our stories and lend our ears, we can all walk away with some good grief. This week's theme, insomnia. Insomnia is one of those rare conditions that is both a symptom and a disease. It is, as defined by the National Sleep Association, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep even when a person has had the chance to do so. Which sounds innocent enough, but for anyone who has ever suffered from it, we know it is incredibly frustrating. Insomnia is the absolute failure to zen. It is searching for shadows with a flashlight. It appears at a distance to be an affliction of privilege. Like, can you imagine those who live lives of such excesses of time and energy that they have trouble with something as luxurious as sleep? Alas, insomnia has no discretion. It visits the poor just the same as it visits the affluent. At least one in three people in America suffer from it. That's over 100 million people. Insomnia, like migraines, like uncomfortable earnestness, and a love for 70s-era Springsteen is something that I shared with my mom. She would wake up between 3 and 4 a.m., stirred by a bill that might be overdue, or an awkward turn of phrase from a dinner party 20 years ago, or a potential miscalculation on a job bid that would leave her short a few hundred dollars, money that she had already created a future for. But most often, it was me. And if it wasn't me, it would eventually become about me. Worries about me negotiating a hairpin turn on my road bike at 45 miles an hour. Worries that I was lonely. Worries that I would be forever future-focused, drifting through the present, missing the chance to laugh and love and enjoy a slice of pizza after a drunken night out with my girlfriend. She worried that I worried too much, that she loved too intensely, that we didn't have enough, that I was too estranged from my dad, and that maybe she was somehow to blame. Of course, it's not all worrying, per se. It's often just thinking, just sad thoughts that overcome you. Leonard Cohen once said, The last refuge of the insomniac is a sense of superiority over the sleeping world. And admittedly, As a younger man, I romanticized the shit out of my occasional sleeplessness. Dropping it in casual conversations with a cute barista as I ordered four shots of espresso, I'd look at her, she'd look at me, a little suspicious, and I'd explain, I was an artist and I couldn't control the hours that my muse kept. It is a wonder that I ever got laid. Insomnia has a certain kind of momentum, Snowballing is a decent metaphor, Uh, a a dam bursting is also good, but uh, wildfire is probably the best. Um, For the purposes of this podcast, we're going to go with wildfire as the best metaphor for the momentum of insomnia. That said, uh, time is insomnia's dry brush tinder. It is what accelerates it from an innocent thought to an overwhelming problem. You know that saying that any dream can be turned into a goal if you simply add a deadline? You've probably seen it on Instagram. The same is true about turning a worry into a crisis. And of course, the ultimate deadline, the most permanent and least predictable one, the only real and objective deadline for any of us is death. The last time I saw my mom outside of the hospital was Christmas Day. She insisted on riding along with my stepdad while he took my fiancé and I to the airport. I was flying back to Oakland, and she didn't make it home without getting so sick they had to stop by a pharmacy to take her temperature. Within a day, she was spending her nights in the ER, and she never really left. That was the beginning of my most recent bout of insomnia. I would wake up in a sweat, heart racing, and just sit at the edge of my bed for a while. Usually just an hour or two, my mind mostly blank. But there was a sort of buzzing in me. Uh, it, It wouldn't yield to the comforts of sleep. It was familiar, almost nostalgic. See, the first night, you fight it. You toss and turn in bed and just try to get back to sleep. The second night, you resent it. And the third night, well, you accept it. And I wish I could tell you it was my mom's health that kept me awake. That I was up worrying about her cancer diagnosis or the cough that she'd been struggling to breathe over for the past four months. That I was worried about her survival. And while that did come later, admittedly, none of us knew how serious any of this was until it was over. I was just awake with this ambiguous sort of worry that follows you from room to room when you feel like you're forgetting something before you leave to the airport. The feeling that you have when your partner's ex comments on an Instagram post from like two years ago. It's impossibly petty, but it haunts you and you hate yourself for it. And you can't tell if it's your self-loathing or your suspicions that are raging inside of you. And you don't really know which is worse. Those nights, I was up thinking about what she was thinking about. Struggling to sleep over the unfamiliar hum of an oxygen mask and the occasional beeping of an alarm that signified that one of her IV bags was empty. I'd send her emails full of podcasts or Laura Jane Grey songs or hip-hop lyrics that I thought she'd like, all intended to help her escape, to pass the time faster while she waited to be cleared to inevitably return home. I'd impress the shit out of myself with how clever my emails were. I'd imagine her opening them as soon as they hit her inbox, bored as hell with binge-watching shows about Vikings on Netflix at four in the morning, so eager to have something fresh for me. But after I'd hit send, days would pass. We'd text and call, more time would pass. Eventually, I'd ask her about it, what did you think of that Mountain Goat song? And, And she would tell me that she was just too tired to listen, that most nights she just tried to rest, And that is when I knew that I had dramatically miscalculated the severity of her condition and the limits of my own charm. That no matter how hard I tried, my jokes would not beat cancer. That's it, y'all. That's the first episode of Good Grief. Thank you, thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or comments or feedback, uh, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Blake of today, or just email me at Blake of today at gmail.com until next time, please take care of yourself. And remember this is one of the hip hop lyrics that I sent to my mom when she was in the hospital uh, from a band called the meter maids. Tell the people that you love that you love them. Make music music like like no one will hear it. If you're ever at a wedding wedding and the dance floor is is empty, dance hard, motherfucker. Don't play video games in public. Never take shots at people in private. Don't hate your favorite band for selling out arenas, even though the club shows are the livest. Bruce Springsteen is the truth. I used to sing on the road when I rocked you to sleep. Remember people's names when you meet Nye's the best MC He just picks shitty beats A driver's license is a man's most important possession Be confident in everything that you write It's not always smart to walk away from a fight Fuck an no. early bird, all the best shit happens at night What you don't say says the most about you as a man Uncle six guns knows better than me What up? Never drink until you are unaffected Don't think you're a rebel for smoking some weed Jeremy told me I wouldn't know the feeling until it happened I was scared but I see that it's true don't smoke cigarettes, be nice to your mother I'll be here as long as I am may, the rest is on you Hey!